All right. Well, welcome to the Profit for Your Business podcast, where we talk to small business owners about what they have learned about how to run their business better. Our guest today is the owner of Sherwood uh, Soft Roof Cleaning and Power Washing. Uh, Darren has been a friend for a long time, and uh, we're happy to have you with us, Darren. Uh, maybe happy tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, talk a little bit about your business. Okay. Well, I am originally from California for 10 years and then Utah for another 10 years or so. I met my wife at Brigham Young University. She was born and raised in Stratford, Connecticut. And part of my marital contract was we're going to live in Connecticut. And I said, oh, let's go live in Connecticut. So we decided that would be our home and she's got a great family. So I enjoy being out here. Love the, the weather, the people, uh, been very happy. Um, I can't keep my hands off her. We have four kids, yeah, Well, three girls and a boy. My oldest two are teenagers. One's learning to drive. The other one is a tomboy in every high school sport. My son is in theater. That's how I met Jim, because he's been in about 100 plays, and so has Jim. And my youngest is just a little sweetheart, um, going into sixth grade. Uh, my business, Sherwood Roof Cleaning, came about uh, because I had done, you know, almost um, well, a whole bunch of different things to, to make a living, trying to get my hands in different things. Had some successes, had some failures, like most entrepreneurs. One of my hobbies is, uh, especially at the time, was to look and see what businesses were for sale. And I came across a roof cleaning business. My first thought was, why in the heck would anybody clean the roof? But something about it intrigued me, so I uh, called the guy and asked if I could come out with him for a day and get a feel for the business. and. After a few weeks, uh, I made an offer on the business and you know the gentleman was retiring, so it worked out for me to kind of take the reins of Sherwood Roof Cleaning. That was about five years ago. And I have been cleaning roofs and power washing ever since and really enjoying almost everything about it. Yeah, there are, well, but that's that's great, Darren, because you get to be outside, you get to do all, you get to really help people. So who are your best customers? Um, well, the bread and butter of my business is driven by people who search for roof cleaning on the internet. I do have very, very good search engine results. And so if you, uh, where you are in Fairfield, type in Fairfield Roof Cleaning. Generally, uh, Sherwood Roof Cleaning will come up number one or two, and, and that drives a lot of business to me. Um, I've uh, got a lot of good reviews in the last several years, so that also kind of validates when someone looks at my name and sees, sees you know a lot of good reviews, then that prompts people to make a call. Um, you know, I have some other streams of uh, business, such as referrals, which is 
a growing portion of the business. Uh, repeat customers, not not a lot, but when someone washes their house, generally they'll call me back a couple years later to wash the house. Yeah. The roofs usually stay clean for many years, so um, I'm just now getting back to those first customers from five years ago that may need their room roof cleaned again. Great. Um, once in a while, there's a insurance company that threatens to cancel a policy if a roof isn't cleaned. Uh, but generally, my main uh, source of, of uh, sales is from search engine results driven by my website, which I take a lot of care to uh, update and make look nice. Yeah. Do you do that yourself or do you have somebody doing it for you? I have a company in Florida that does search engine optimization. Um, basically, I make suggestions and they, they execute it. That's yeah. nice because I don't have to take the time to change pictures around or change the look or upload right. this or take that off. So when I'm ready to tweak it, I just let them know and they do it. Other than that, I don't really know what they do, but I happily pay the, the monthly fee because the phone keeps ringing. That's a, that's a good thing, Darren. So what is then maybe the, what's the biggest result you give to your customers? What What's important well, for them to know about I mean, roof cleaning and power washing? Yeah, a few things that I would say set me apart is um, I mean, I, I, I try to be very responsive. I answer the phone, number one. And believe it or not, a lot of guys get busy and and they get hard to reach. I answer the phone as best I can, and I try to be very responsive with my estimates within a day or two. Um, and I try to accommodate the customer. I call the day before I'd like to come and make sure it works for them. I come when I say I'm going to come, um, with very little exception. And I, I do a thorough job with the cleaning and I always try to do a couple little extra uh, favors for my customers, whether it's uh, cleaning a gutter when I clean the roof or scooping out the gutters or uh, cleaning a really dirty wall. Just a little few extra things yeah. that, that I could do to put a really smile on their face. Um, and yeah, just respectful and try not to make a fool of myself. And, uh, customer can see the you know the the results of my work so there's not hey I, I did this and it's gonna be great it's hey look at your roof it's clean right yeah yeah so that's that's something that can be measured which I like but uh yeah I think the best thing is just trying to give good customer service and adding value with a few extra details so that really is important and, and uh, I can vouch for, for your good customer service because you did, did our house and, and roof. What, what are some things that are important to know about your roof? Why keep it clean? Why, why, do, why should you power wash the house other than, than it's going to look good? Well, you have to keep your wife clean. If your wife's not happy, I mean, you have to keep your wife happy. If she's not happy, your life's miserable. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah. And if she's uh, looking at the roof and it's ugly, that's 
probably the first motivator for people to clean their roof. Um, you know, moss, lichen, algae, these things, when they're left to just grow wild on the roof, they can shorten the life of the roof. They can feed on the little granules that are an important part of the shingle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the algae can darken the roof, which can uh, absorb heat from the sun and affects heating costs and cooling costs. Um, but I think all those things may not matter as much. It's usually my roof's ugly and that's fine. I'm happy to clean it. And uh, that's what's to know about an asphalt shingle roof. I also clean you know, Spanish tile or slate. I do a lot of cedar roofs and cedar roofs are important to maintain because they, all the stuff that grows on a cedar shingle retains moisture within the shingle and speeds up the decay process of the shingle. So when you spend 50 grand on a cedar roof, you want to maximize its lifespan. And the cleaning process rids the shingle of those bacteria, as well as replenishing with the elements in the, the surfing. Power washing is, again, your house is turning green, your porch your tur- is turning green, your deck is turning green. So you want it to look nice. Not usually a situation where something's going to be damaged. It's just you want to live in a clean house. And so yeah, that's that's another important facet of the business is power washing. Do you, you use, uh, what, what do you use to clean the roof? Uh, is it, uh, I know there are some additives, some chemicals. Uh, are they yeah. safe? Are they? The, that's a great question. The, most of my roof cleaning is asphalt shingles, which is the standard shingles. And that is a chlorine based solution that's thickened with soaps and surfactants so that when I spray it on the roof it has more dwell time more efficiency in its cleaning power Um, the other reason I thicken it is to keep it on the roof so it doesn't just run down your gutters and downspouts into your shrub beds yeah Uh, now chlorine is designed to kill living things so I wet down shrubs below and around where I'm working in case there's any splattering of, of the chemicals down onto the ground. You know, the water instantly dilutes the chemicals and keeps the plants safe that way. Um, so that's the basic solution with cedar roof cleaning. There's another, it's, I would say six or seven secret ingredients that uh, I put into the solution that are designed to make it safe for wood and effective at cleaning the uh, infestations in, in a cedar roof. All right. So not everybody uses the same formula. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of different approaches to cleaning cedar, especially. Um, my approach is a little bit different. And so you really got to educate yourself and uh, see what works for you. Um, I, I'm really happy with my system because it's a low pressure cleaning. It, it's not a power wash, which is very common for cleaning cedar, just power everything off of it. 
so I don't have to walk around on the roof and, and uh, use the harsh cleaning techniques. Yeah. And even with the uh, regular asphalt shingles, there's some companies that I've seen advertise, you know, green chemicals, and I don't know what they're using or if it's efficient, but I don't know what, what's more green than chlorine. You know, you put it in a pool and it breaks down in the sun. You put it on a roof, it does the same thing. It breaks down to salt and water. Um, it's not, it's 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 a very simple uh, chemical compound that, that's effective at cleaning and, and doesn't remain in its chlorine state. And when it evaporates and breaks down in the sun, it's, it's dormant. So, uh, you know, there is a bit of mis misinformation out there, but that's the basic uh, chemical component to cleaning a roof. All right. Interesting. So for a person starting out in business, what were some of the problems that you had to learn to overcome when you started? Well, those are life lessons that I've learned at different kinds of businesses. Um, when you're starting a business, I think the first, the best advice that I, I get from others is to do something that you enjoy, you know, evaluate your talents and your interests and if you do something that you enjoy, then you won't be dragging all day and just counting down the minutes. Um, I enjoy running my own business. Others may enjoy being an employee and the stability of a paycheck and being, you know, have a regimented workflow. Um, I've done different things and, ha and, and not enjoyed them. And, but I've always enjoyed working outside. I've always enjoyed um, being in charge of my schedule and I've always wanted to run my own business. And, and uh, so this particular uh, business is, is great for me. I have the flexibility if I need to, to uh, work out my own schedule. I answer to myself. Um, I'm outside. I can get dirty. Yeah. Uh, I can collect a paycheck every day, <laughs> which is kind of nice. And uh, you know, I've done some other things. Oh, so we're talking about key elements of, of a business. So that's number one is to enjoy it. Um, number two is just work hard and 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 do do a good job. Um, Seek advice from people who are successful and, you know, see what's working for them and, and always try to implement other successes into your entrepreneurship. Good. And of course, I've failed many times, Jim, so you just keep at it, you know? It doesn't mean you're a failure if, if you have a flop. Most people do. You just keep going until you find that thing that you were meant to do and, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you're gonna be sitting on the edge of the couch. Oh, I can't wait to go to work. Work is work, and it's, you know, everyone would rather be vacationing, but there's a satisfaction in doing something and providing for your family and and doing something that actually, you know, benefits society. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
mean, and that's a big part of, of why we why we get up every morning. So. Uh, let's go back just a minute uh, to talk about the process of uh, power washing and cleaning the room. Can a person do it themselves? And when should they call a professional like you? Uh, and maybe they can't, maybe you really can't do it yourself. But. Um, you know, power washing is something anybody can do. Um, I encourage customers, you know, they'd like to invest in a power washer. I even give them cleaning techniques and uh, tips on how to use the chemicals safely. And um, if you're, you know, up to it and you'd like to wash a deck, um, you should definitely invest in a power washer. They're about 300, 350 bucks. And, uh, you know, you get better every time you use it. Um, you can watch some YouTube videos about power washing. Um, some of the challenges people have are, I, I clean a lot of houses that have cut marks in the siding and the paint where someone's power washed without experience and gone too aggressively and gone too close to the siding and used a tip that was a straight angle instead of a wide angle and cut right into the house. Wow. So there are some rules. Um, I use chemicals a lot in my cleaning and that takes some expertise so you avoid just about anything could be damaged by chemicals. Plants, paint, metal, furniture. So you really have to yield it <laughs> like a powerful laser sword. Um, so, you know, if you're willing to experiment on your house, by all means, people should clean it, um, power wash it. Now, roof cleaning is another animal. Um, to have the equipment to cover a whole roof takes quite an investment that most people wouldn't be willing to do. Most people aren't willing to maneuver themselves at that high and handle tall ladders moving around the house. So probably not something that most people would be comfortable doing. Um, and that's probably where I'm more of a niche uh, offering. Uh, so yes, I encourage people to, to do things if they can. I'm not worried about going out of business. There's plenty of plenty of business for everybody, you know, if you, if you do a good job. But yeah. I, I, I'm always thrilled when someone can uh, clean something on their own and, and save some money. Cool. So what are your takeaways from the pandemic that we've been in? What, what what's your goal for for 2021 well i wasn't able to get any government assistance because i had a great year last year yeah. <laughs> i wasn't able to claim uh you know uh, any effects any detrimental effects from the pandemic um some of the other businesses around me uh <laughs> they did pretty well um uh, with the the money that came from the government but i was more than happy because uh, last year everyone was home and when you're home you're looking at your roof and you're looking at your house and and you're stuck looking at your house and so I, I did get a lot of business last year another benefit was 
my kids didn't have to go anywhere. So that meant I didn't have to rush home at three o'clock to take, you know, child A to piano lessons or child B to soccer or <laughs> yeah. I have four kids. Um, I uh, had a lot more flexibility with the schedule. So I had a great year last year, one of my best years. And uh, yeah, actually I continue to grow the business every year. So do a lot of, I'm very busy this year as well. And uh, I did enjoy the traffic last year, no rush hour. Right, yeah. Um, and my, you know, I work alone, so I didn't have any issues with having to come face to face with anybody. My customers can pay me with Venmo credit card or sending it, dropping a check out the second story window, which probably happened a time or two. <laughs> so there was uh, really no, no challenges and actually probably some benefits to what, what I do. Yes, it sounds like it. So if I'm looking for a reliable uh, person to clean my roof, uh, what are some of the things I should look for? You kind of touched on them, but. Um, I mean, the best is if you could get a personal referral from a friend. Um, I would say, you know, I, I'm kind of cheap, so I'd probably call two companies and get estimates, read their reviews. If one company will save you a couple hundred dollars, you know, that's great. Just make sure they're uh, reputable and um, people are happy with their work. Um, I give a three-year guarantee, so that's something I give so people you know, if, if, if I come in and leave and then they don't feel like the roof's entirely clean, um, I, I'm, I'm liable to keep that roof clean for three years. So I have to come back. So that's a motivation for me to yeah. make sure the job is thorough. But um, yeah, just like anything, do your research, get a couple estimates um, and, you know, feel it out. Ask about the process. And just like when you're searching for a doctor, you know, once you listen to a doctor or, or in any profession, you kind of get a feel for how they approach their craft and you usually get a good feeling one way or another. And I think that's the same with uh, exterior cleaning. Talk to a couple people and see, see which one feels right. Yeah. All right. Good. So what excites you? What are you looking forward to now? Well, I like, uh, I'm looking forward to getting out on the boat this summer and taking the kids for rides on the tube. Uh, I bought an old boat and love taking the family out. Summer's gone in a blink. So I'm looking forward to taking a little time and, and doing some, some fun in the sun this summer. Uh, I have a trip planned to Utah to see the family for a couple weeks. Uh, enjoy hanging out with, uh, actually, my family. I enjoy hanging out with the kids and my wife and um, have a big enough family that I don't have a ton of time for hanging out with the guys or friends. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> there's a lot of family stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, as far as the business, what excites me is just, you know, being able to... Uh, work and be healthy enough to work and you know make a decent living uh, provide for my family and provide comfort and 
you know, the ability to do some few extra things that, that uh, some families don't always get to do, you know, like uh, dance lessons, piano lessons. I, I love to send my, uh, I have a, a son who really excels scholastically. I'd love to get him into a, a special school. So there's things I'm working on that I get excited about. Um, you always kind of have to give yourself a carrot, things to work forward yeah. to in your life. Very good. Uh, anything else that's yeah. important that we that we missed? Should we talk about that? We could could talk about. Um, yeah, I think you know overall, uh, my life's philosophy is 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 a you know faith t- plays a huge role in in my approach to everything um kind of a faith in god and and belief that the things you do in this life you know have eternal consequence i think being grateful all the time for what you have and and uh the blessings of of that we have in this country in particular are is an important attitude to have and uh also i think if you're able to contribute you know and and serve others and, and give of yourself um you just be happier and 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 you'll find more success um in business if if you are uh generally happy and, and have a good spirit about you um so i think those other elements combine with your a business venture to uh give you a balanced life and and just just keep you feeling good can't um focus on one thing too much i I feel like balance is is crucial in life i agree so is that the meaning of life what's what's the meaning of life is it uh... oh wow your podcast just took a turn (laughs) well we're almost done that's the last that's the last question i mean to me the meaning of life is it's a it's a test and I, i believe you know, God has a, a, a grand scheme, a grand plan for which his children can and experience happiness and and return to uh, his presence and, and, uh, and receive, you know, the great the great things that that he has for us in the next life His inheritance is that he's promised. Um, and I think the purpose of life is to, you know, serve others learn to be happy with what you have um learn to put god first in your life and that's a challenge for all of us whether we are successful in business or whether we're uh you know poor as a mouse we all have different challenges so this life i think has challenges that are tailor-made for each of us to overcome and uh and and really prove ourselves and and try to be the best version of ourselves we can but i think that this life is is a proving ground for for uh things in the next life and i i believe you know all we can learn and and achieve in this life we carry with us so um you know life is to be enjoyed especially but life is to be well lived um and all that comes goes with you and comes back to you as you as you progress through the eternities, I think we're eternal beings. We're not just 
you know, a clump of cells that, that is born and then dies. So the part of us, that's our soul, I believe carries on and, and takes, takes what it can with us. Very good. Well, Darren, you've opened, you've opened some doors for people who are listening to us and, uh, I appreciate our time together and your wisdom. Uh, <laughs> and thank you for uh, for this uh, podcast. We'll... I've enjoyed it, Jim. I always yes. enjoy talking to you. You're a, you a great man and a, and a really nice guy. So I appreciate your friendship and thank you for taking the time. Peace. Thank you, Darren. All right. All right. So long. Bye-bye.